0: There you go, I'm John Kane, and I welcome you to Let's Talk Native on this Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. While this program may not provide a path to spiritual enlightenment, we do encourage and in some cases start conversations. We kind of break the rules here for Native Radio. We don't do prayers and we don't do Buffalo speeches. We take a tough look at history, oppression and survival. We talk about culture, the arts, politics and identity. And we may step on a few toes along the way, but our real goal here is to bring people together by breaking down what separates us. We will take on the false narratives and provide critical thinking to all that is heaped upon us, and we do it all live right here from the Cattaraugus territory of the Seneca Nation. So Let's Talk Native. But first, let me remind people that our audio streams live on our website, which is www.letstalknative.com. We stream live video of the show on our Facebook group page and others uh, via Facebook Live. We take the audio and we put it up on SoundCloud, which uh, puts it out as a podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. And we put the video up on our YouTube channel, which is Let's Talk Native TV. Uh so you can view view the show or listen to the show anytime you want, uh on, at your own convenience. Um I'm the show's host and producer. I'm joined here in studio by Jake Proud, who's managing our our video and our sound, and I'm joined by phone um, by uh, Sogueta once again, who is going to help uh, sort out some of the mess in Cayuga uh, and what's the, the the state of things with uh, with the blockades and the uh, Wet'suwet'en uh, territory and the pipeline resistance that's going on there. So first, I want to welcome uh, welcome you, Sogueta, for uh, again, thank you for joining me again
1: yeah sad well. good to be here again
0: <clears throat> well we got to, you know i almost almost nothing else dominates the you know what's happening on social media or the news as far as native people goes right now except for this this thing that happened on saturday with with Cayuga, uh, and of course this ongoing <clears throat> ongoing battles over uh pipeline uh resistance and and of course blockades but first let me let me address the uh the Cayuga stuff first you know so yeah the, you're, you're the one who who, who who again tried to suggest to me right off the uh, off the start with with doing the show on the uh, on the Cayuga mess was don't let anybody try to pitch this as um traditionals versus non-traditionals or non-traditionals versus traditionals and and I and I and I tried to make sure that people understood that but it's still that's still the theme that people are trying to promote and and uh, guys like Joe Heath, who is the, the lawyer for Onondaga, uh, who was intimately involved in this Fed rec or this BIA race, uh, race to the top. He is he continues to push this thing. And in, in fact, I don't know if you're aware of this, but on Sunday, there was some meeting of um, of county legislators. And Joe Heath goes there still re- claiming to represent the Cayuga chiefs. And and we'll talk a little bit about that. But going in there, no Cayuga chiefs, just Joe Heath, just the, the white guy, the lawyer shows up there, and he what he tries to do is reduce this um, this again. For those who don't know, uh, the, the federally recognized leader, <laughs> Clint Halftown, went in and bulldozed a bunch of buildings, including a store, a daycare center, a, an ice cream shop, um, and a schoolhouse slash longhouse. Um and and went in there with with paramilitary police and, and the whole bit um and so so joe heath is trying to pitch this that that the victims of this demolition of this egregious act were his clients were was the 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 chief faction the the traditional faction and 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 the fact of the matter is it's not because the group that Joe Heath is representing they opposed these guys who are running the store and and the daycare and all this other stuff I mean, they they were <laughs> they had uh, issued um banishment orders you know to a couple of individuals and and i mean the the whole thing is just a complete debacle but the Uh, the this chief group that joe Heath represents they were almost a non-issue they they weren't the ones running the store in fact they had their crack at it and a bunch of them lined their pockets you know bought houses for themselves and uh and and of course here is the problem with what's this is the mess that is cayuga the mess that is cayuga is that not only do you have a guy who gets his power from the federal government in clint halftown who has also been lining his pockets and you know is is very non-transparent although he does send checks out to cougars i guess um but you know by many accounts he is is a guy who's got to go um but he also got federal recognition through Onondaga. Onondaga is the one that propped him up in the first place. And then they, then they thought they could take him out and replace him with a bunch of, you know, what, uh, a chief's council of, of their choosing or of their liking because they no longer liked Clint anymore. And it turns out that half of those guys were, uh, were corrupted on, on the take. So this is the mess that exists there. I got to make a couple of cor- corrections, though, of, of, about my reporting. What I was told originally, was that there were federal marshals and FBI agents involved in this raid, and there and there, and there wasn't. Now, don't get me wrong: the federal government and their and the recognition of Clint allowed him to do this because it also allowed him to give a heads up to the local police who were complicit. They weren't necessarily involved, but they they. Uh, monitored the situation they knew what was going on they actually sent drones in to you know to watch what was happening there they were complicit in this demolition but they they didn't actively participate but and that's all based because of clint's quote-unquote federal recognition but what he did go in there with were not only his quote-unquote cayuga nation police force which is all which are all former police officers state and county all white men uh, but he also hired a this paramilitary organization, one of these security companies, kind of like a a Blackwater, one of these you know these organizations that does mercenary work. And they came in in full riot assault, you know, SWAT gear, and and they were the ones who basically overwhelmed anybody who may have given them any resistance, and then you know zip tied them, you know, cuffed them, I guess, and handed them all over to um to Clint's you know personal police department. So. I wanted to make sure that people understood that, but you know, as far as who the victims of this thing, and this gets a little bit tough because the the guys who were running the store were were the last in a long line of people who have had a crack at this thing, and you know, and there may be as many as a half dozen people who who had been there taken a bunch of money and then went on their way or were were eliminated or removed, and so the guys who were there now, well. I think it's it's safe to suggest that they were trying to live a traditional life. It was basically them. It was you know I don't know it may may have been less than a hundred people. I mean including children. Um, you know probably you know maybe in ha- even half of that. I don't know what the numbers were, but they were not um, supporting you know the Clinton Halftown faction, and they were not um, uh, conceding. I guess to to the the so-called. the the ones that um joe heath wants to call the traditionalists because they were trying to wrestle control back of the store although some of their guys had run it once before so i just you know i just want to make sure that people understand so when when joe heath goes into this county legislature um uh hearing and says that the victims of this were the traditional faction the cheese faction he was lying i mean he was flat out he knows he was lying um, and, th- and that's what it is. Now, the other thing that happened on Sunday was this organization of white people out in, uh, in Syracuse who support, you know, have undying loyalty to Oran Lyons and Company. They called them the Noon, the uh, Neighbors of the Onondaga Nation or something. I think that's what they're called. They all came out with signs and protested out in front of Clint Halftown's, the other store on the other side of Cayuga Lake. So you know, there's, there's like a dynamic going on here. And I know that people are... Are confused and trying to understand this but but it, it isn't just as simple as clint being non-traditional and joe heath's group being the traditionalist because it, clint was put in by onondaga in the first place as far as federal recognition they're the ones who lobbied for him but they tried to remove him and, and then replace him with another group and it all comes down to this manipulation by Anadaga, something they've done before. They created the you know the mess that still exists in, in Oneida, the rift between the Oneida Council of Chiefs, and there were nine condol- Oneida chiefs when Onondaga went to bat for Ray Halperter to get federally recognized. In this situation, they had propped up Clint Halftown um, as a uh, you know as the, the leader of the Cayugas, and then tried to try to clip him back and and the same thing happened with oneida they just were unsuccessful about it so i think it's important that people understand that if you've been lured in or lulled in or convinced to believe that this is just you know a bunch of traditionals you know that um that are being oppressed by non-traditionals e- you know even the whole longhouse house thing I, and i talked about this a little bit last week but the longhouse issue I mean, we could argue whether it was even a longhouse, and, and here's the reason why. Because Onondaga Chiefs, all right, no, take it back, not Onondaga Chiefs. Sid Hill, the 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 Tanadaho, uh who sits in that title, um said they couldn't have a longhouse. He said that he could not sanction Cayuga to have a longhouse. And and so they they just took it and said, Oh, yeah, I guess we don't have our fire. So they build a building that for, for all the world looks like a longhouse i mean two stoves inside seats along the wall just like just like a longhouse but they they were uh, re- resigned to calling it a schoolhouse rather than a longhouse and of course clint bulldozed that too so now it's really fashionable to say oh clint halftown uh, destroyed uh, a longhouse funny they weren't calling it a longhouse until it was uh, until it was leveled um i called it a longhouse because frankly that's what it was but uh, and in fact they were doing ceremonies there I mean, they were—they were sure they were using it to, you know, for a you know a bit of a, a schoolhouse for the for the kids, but that still wouldn't make it not be a longhouse. But, um, but anyway, I don't know if you have anything to add on on what what you've been hearing on the on the Cayuga stuff, James. Please do.
1: Um, geez, I talked a long a long time here again.
0: No, you didn't. <laughs> I did the talking. Now I'm asking you to.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, like I always I've been saying to people is that. It's all messed up there, you know, between not only the Cayuga's inside fighting, but with the influence of Joe Heath and uh Sid Hill and whoever else is is part of this with the Onondagas, you know it's totally messed up, and um I know like you said that they've they've gone to uh the outside to request assistance from the outside police, the state police, and that. And and they're saying that they're traditionalists. So why are they incorporating them? That's what I don't understand. And our people saying that there's traditional people there. Well, maybe there's people that want to be traditional people and follow it. And maybe they should learn to stick to their own thing of who they are. they're Cayugas, they don't take a, a word from uh, Sid Hill or any Onondagas or, or their any lawyer. other people. <laughs> yeah, or their lawyer especially. Are any other people that say they're longhouse or not longhouse, you know? And uh that's one of the big problems and and it it'll affect the kids that are there that are trying to learn their language and trying to learn, you know, what longhouse festivals are, you know. I don't I don't like saying ceremonies too much because they're not ceremonies. Yeah, they make it sound like it's
0: religious, not necessarily yeah. you know, culture. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just like um a they say that that's a prayer. It's not a prayer, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and
1: and so people don't understand that, and even our people don't seem to understand. A lot of times, everybody wants to run and start a fight there, and, I, and nobody thinks about well, peace has to be made between those Cayuga people. They have to go in and they have to they have to talk to each other and 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 try to do things. And both of them are wrong because. You know, they both ran for uh, federal recognition, and well,
0: and I think that's the and, important part. And I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, it's important people know that what Joe Heath was trying to do with this, with this, what I call the Heath Chiefs, he was trying to get them federally recognized. Again, thought he could get you know Clint Hill's recognition pulled, and then prop up a, up a new group, kind of what they were trying to do out there. So, so even people who in some way or another, support this idea of Gaya de Goa or using the clans. They're put in an awkward spot because the the lawyer who's who's claims to represent them has has forced all of them to step outside the circle, the proverbial circle, by entering into this beauty, this BIA beauty contest.
1: Yep, yep. You know, and and they don't seem to understand that. Like I said, you know, the ones who are who want to be traditionalists are practicing you know we're practicing with the longhouse we're trying to do like uh uh syrup you know yeah
0: the tapping and, tree doing the, the sugar shack and all that stuff yeah. right gardening right. i mean uh, farming all that stuff
1: yeah i mean they they may want to be it. they want to do it so you know it's up to them to do it but you know this whole thing of fight over federal recognition and who's in charge You know. It left Clinton in the position that now he's in charge and he can do what he needs to do because his of the he's of the feeling that it was all stolen from well and, and frankly
0: people. the opposition looks more f- fractured than 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 clint's you know position i mean because there has been this uh, again this long trail of people who've gone in and it, and you know first and foremost with or without federal recognition they saw a golden goose in that in that cigarette store and that gas station that they had there and and there has been you know again half a dozen people who've walked out of there with money and you know and i'm not and, and but this by no means is you know some sort of endorsement to uh, you know to to clint halftown but this is what what makes this a mess i mean and and of course it leaves guys like you and me and and, and other uh, communities especially mohawk communities who are constantly being asked to come there and help and, right. and help this side or help that side you you know joe heath's group the one, and here Joe Heath is so anti, you know, warrior, the Onondagas, and yet they were hiring guys to come down from Mohawk territory to defend them. Yep. I mean, it's, yep. it's, it's, it is really bizarre. And, and again, to those people who are concerned about, you know, again, the, the longhouse crushing Clint Halftown, um, the lines are not as clear as you think they are. And, and that's all I can tell people is, you know, this is, this is a, uh, this is messy on so many different levels and and honestly james uh, so, so gaeta. sorry <laughs> i mean this is why i never wanted to do the cayuga story
1: it is an ugly story to even tell right and you know you know the fact is that being uh people longhouse people that we have we talk scana all the time you know and and that's peace you know we try to mention peace and And that's the situation we should take instead of going in there and starting a war, you know, within all all our other people and the Cayugas, you know, the Cayugas have the the opportunity and, and their self to make their decisions as Cayuga people. Well, and, and, and
0: I have said this, you know, every step along the way, you know, before people get into this battle over who the leader is and who's the chief and who's the clan mother or all, all that stuff, they've got to they better understand process. And, and I got to well, tell you, between you and me, I'm not convinced that the vast majority of Cayugas want to be, quote unquote, longhouse. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. that they want to file Guyana Goa. There's a whole bunch of them who are who are Christians. There's a bunch who are Mormons. I mean, some of the some of the clans are almost predominantly occupied. You know, if, if you, to the extent that that clans are even you know identifiable uh, as Mormons, so this some of the stuff gets really awkward. I don't know that the vast majority of of Cayugas want to use the the Guyana Goa as the process, and 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 fran- frankly, it's their choice. I I would I personally would prefer that they did i wish they would go back and use the system the clan system but i mean if i don't maybe they want to have an election i don't know i mean but that's not for you or i to decide that's for the cayuga people to decide because there have been a lot of those people over the years have have been fractured they've been they've lived in in other communities some that are you know you know um ruled by you know by tribal councils uh some that have been Governed by very corrupted, uh, you know, chiefs councils. I mean, you know, I don't know what the, I, I can't, you know, take the temperature. I honestly, I couldn't tell you right now if Clint Halftown had the, the, whether what his following looks like. I do know mm-hmm. that one of the things that he has done is when it, when he, when he thought that it made sense, he'd go out and he'd send out um, checks to everybody. And or or at least the people he considered the good Cayugas, and if they cashed those checks, he took that as a sign that they supported him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it's it is, it's it is quite a mess. And you know, and and look, I I even saw a GoFundMe account that was set up where people are saying, "Oh, we're going to rebuild the Longhouse." I don't. How are you going to rebuild the Longhouse in in light of this this political chaos that exists there? I mean, at I, some point you know you know even this group that was running the store and the daycare and and, and you know the sugar shack and and all of that other stuff all of the stuff that they were doing you know it, it sounded good and and look i went out there i saw them and it looked it looked like a real decent that they were doing language stuff but it was it's still existing in the midst of turmoil where they were neither supported by the so-called chiefs that um that uh, Joe Heath was representing, nor were they, were they supported by, by the Halftown faction. So you, 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 the, the ones who were actually the victims of this demolition were, were neither the, you know, Joe Heath's traditionalists or, uh, or Halftown's group. They were, they were a group that were kind of existing within the margins. They were paying one of Heath's chiefs, uh, Sam George, but only one. I mean, I don't know, and frankly, I don't know if money was coming out of out of the till to cover, um, to, you know, to cover Joe Heath. I think they had their, they even had their own uh, uh, lawyer, a, a separate lawyer, not Joe Heath. They had a different, they had different legal counsel. So mm-hmm. I don't know. the 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 whole thing is a mess, and uh, I don't know until the Cayuga people step up and make some determination however they do it whether they have a mass gathering or whether you know however they can voice what their desires are in terms of what is the system they want to follow and and, and then once they agree upon a a, a process and and I, look I I'd, I'd lobby for the Ganyan or in Goa but you know once they agree upon a process then they can get into the the details about who sits in positions of representation and who doesn't yeah yeah so
1: Man. And I think they got to continue to not call out to people and say, well, you got to come in to help us. Because in all actuality, they have to help themselves first. You know, they have to straighten out whether they want to get together, whether they want to talk, whether they want to, what they really want to do. Does Clint Halftown have uh, something that he can assist them with? Does he doesn't have it? But they all need to sit down and talk
0: yeah uh it is you know and it's tough because uh one of the things that that i i you know i was gonna have some some Kuyugas join me on the show the problem mm-hmm. is there's so many you know people who have different agendas and different and and um look there's a group who, who are the victims here um uh, and 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 I know some of those guys, but I've also talked to some of the guys who who are claiming that they they want to do everything by the clans, and they and they and they claim they have condoled chiefs, and um you know and and I know that you actually spoke uh, spoke with uh, with with Clinton, and so I mean I I know that there there are a lot of competing interests in this thing, and you know I'd have to do I'd I'd, I'd have to do about six shows to cover this up, and, and I got to tell you, this is not my favorite my favorite topic to cover. And right. so, right. I mean, I wanted to give an update. I, I, first and foremost, I wanted to correct that, you know, um, what I had heard originally was that the FBI and, and federal marshals were involved, and I wanted to make that correction. But I also wanted to reinforce what, what, what you thought was important as well that people mm-hmm. don't get lulled into the sense that there's, you know, one bad guy and one good guy or, or there's one bad faction the non-traditionals and there's one good faction the traditionals because i don't think that's that's an accurate portrayal of what's going on there
1: right right and you mean clint you know when i talked to clint when i did talk to him after this happened i said clint you're wrong in what you did you have to understand that And he kind of agreed with me what I was saying, you know, and he said, well, that's the purpose I had to use. I said, well, you have to change that purpose, you know, it depends on what you want to be. You want to be just like a regular, uh, you know, registered native person with the federal government, or do you want to be a Cayuga person? You know? Yeah, and and
0: I think the 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 problem is that he knows that that he has been been wrong in all this stuff, and and I don't, he, he there's no incentive for him to correct anything. I mean, there there really right. is no no incentive, and you know, and and so I I don't, I mean, there's no incentive for him to to risk his the power that the federal government has granted him and yeah. and and that's while this thing was in turmoil and when when guys like you and i were telling people look you, you guys got to get together on process you got to get together on process that was the mm-hmm. opportunity but honestly that 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 opportunity has uh has slipped away and um you know and and again i think joe Heath's group is is desperate that's why they're, they're trying to say that they're the victims of this, of of this aggression. So they can try to raise, I mean, the fact that they went to the county legislature and, and tried to suggest that, uh, that Clint violated, you know, local code enforcement issues. I mean, the fact that they're trying to reduce this down to an actionable items that the county can take on them is you know it's kind of pathetic and and nobody should support right. that you know what i mean, I mean right. nobody should yep. s- support reducing uh, you know our behavior to something that the counties would have some some say over i mean th- i mean that's that's a terrible thing and so no i i find it i find it very very problematic but i'll tell you as as much as me talking about this is not i'm not winning a whole lot of friends especially in cuyuga Kuy- <laughs> territory or those who've been involved there I've asked somebody please tell me the stuff that I got wrong. Tell me what I got wrong. And even people who have been somewhat critical have said, "No, nah, you you got it mostly right." And you know, and 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 it, look, they may have other details and I had a few people tell, you know, fill in some gaps that I that I didn't really talk about. But you know what? That's that's um I don't want to air every bit and every piece of dirty laundry. I don't want to get into naming every single name that has been accused, because some people have been accused and maybe wrongfully accused of of embezzling money and taking money. But I know I know an awful lot of people have been pointing fingers at uh, at each other over there, and 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 I'm not you know I don't want my show to be their public trial. uh, Either they're going to work it out, but I'll tell you, the reason they have worked out is because the side that's against Clint. They've been trying to hide all of this stuff to, 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 uh, you know, to represent themselves as, as a unified front against them. And that's what Joe Heat's still trying to do. And frankly, um, it's wrong. I mean, he's, he's mischaracterizing the truth. And that's, that's the yeah. bottom line. Yeah. hey uh, uh so i'm gonna take a take a break here we're gonna go um go off with a couple of uh go a bit of a, a music break when we come back i want to you know i want to again put this put this one to rest and move on to what's yeah. you know to me the the bigger issue and that's this this fight that is going you know across turtle island in terms of yeah. these the, the blockades and the uh what's so it uh uh pipeline resistance so that's that's my plan so um Uh, We'll we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. This is John Kane with Gaeta and this is Let's Talk Native. thanks for coming back this is john kane and this is let's talk native i want to thank my sponsors i want to thank ross and holly john and the rje family of businesses i want to thank uh eric white in erw enterprises i want to thank grand river enterprises uh and i want to thank uh, cat Rez' uh smoke shop and gas uh new sponsor uh i want to thank all of you for for you know supporting the work that we're doing here look i also want to thank those of you who share the show who allow us to to post this show on your group pages perhaps or your uh your 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 like pages or whatever any of you who are who are who are getting the word out and you don't have to agree with everything I say here. look, I know that there's you know, look while So you to, while you were on i had uh, my phone was ringing i I know that I had some folks from kiyuga <laughs> that were trying to call it me. wasn't me I know it wasn't you, but you know and 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 look. It, I just don't want to have to do six shows on this. I mean, I, I really right. don't. And and you know, and and I also don't want to take a side. I mean, I looked at this, and you and I talked about this. There's enough wrong to go around for everybody there. And 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 rather than the 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 individuals who are involved in this conflict, the Cayuga people need to come out of the woodwork and do something. And it includes the Cayuga people uh, in Grand River. I mean, I think those people in Las Vegas will have to step up too, because there there's probably more Cayugas or many Cayugas there as well, and and some of those guys are you know claiming to be sitting in titles in uh, uh, in various forms. So, uh, look, it's it's a it's a bit of a muddled mess, and you know, I I support the Cayuga people and and whatever mm-hmm. they want to do, but all right now I'm seeing an awful lot of individuals who are trying to assert something here, and you know, and again, um, I'll update people on the status of things as it as it goes but i really don't want to do six shows on this i really don't so mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. right so um back to the other issue <laughs> um yeah I first got a, I got a blast, Justin Trudeau. I mean, he stands up in front of the House of Commons and, and gives these overtures about peace and reconciliation and about patience and extending his hand and all of those other stuff. And two days later, that extended hand turns into him flipping the bird. I mean, him literally saying, all right, two days is enough. The blockade's got to stop. Um, and, and then they issue a, a midnight deadline uh especially specifically to to and and of course he misrepresents the whole thing he says well the, the rcmp pulled out of uh what's territory and uh and the blockades didn't come down well i mean let's be clear they didn't pull the rcmp out they backed them down the road a little ways but they were still uh, a heavy presence and you, you you were saying that they were actually still doing patrols up to uh up to where the pipeline stuff was
1: yeah, and they still have C.J.L. who was who in there making this pipeline, you know. Uh, you know, So they're in there still to protect them and still to keep the Western people out of there, you know. And it, it's very difficult when uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, comes on and makes a statement like he did and, and then totally changes it around. You know, he sounds more and more like his father. His father wanted well, and, and, to the white.
0: And, 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 you know, he actually sounds pretty pathetic because when he when he addressed at the at the house of commons um andrew Shear got up and just insulted him tore him up said he sounded weak and everything and of course i'm not a fan of that guy i mean this guy that guy hates us um but you know even the the uh, uh um the ndp uh, representative uh um uh Singh gets up there and criticized uh, Trudeau and then two days later he does just about an about face. I mean he still throws tries to throw some flowery language in there, but he made it sound like like he did this great overture and 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 tried to you know offer some olive branch and and that you know the, the Mohawks just scoffed at it, which is which is it's it's bullshit. The bottom line is mm-hmm. this the, the, this is about a pipeline. And and the the Wet'suwet'en people, uh, especially the traditionals, not the band council folks. I mean, they, look, they're all for getting paid for a pipeline. But enough Sorry. people who are defending the land are saying no. And mm-hmm. this isn't just about the RCMP. If you pull the pipeline out, it, then the RCMP have no reason to be there. The RCMP there are specifically there to defend and protect those uh, those gas line folks. And 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 that's the bottom line. So. The, he, you know, he makes this, you know, th- this bullshit claim that, uh, you know, that he had made a gesture and that the, uh, that the Mohawks were just being, uh, belligerent now. And so offers this deadline, uh, a midnight deadline the next day, which would have been yesterday morning. They go in and they, uh, and they, and they try to break up the, uh, the blockade in Tayandanega. Um, and well, me, give me, give me your assessment on, on what went down there.
1: Well, first of all, I'd like to say about the pipeline. There's actually two pipelines. You know, there's a gas pipeline that they're trying to put through a Sturgeon territory, and then they're trying to run another regular pipeline which will carry the the Benjamin oil out to the coast to a refinery. That so that's the tar sands oil for people who don't know, right. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and that's one of the worst oils there is. You know, yeah. and and the spills that have happened already along that corridor. You know, are are out there, and it not only destroys uh, the environment, you know, the fish, the water, and everything, but it destroys people.
0: And it's impossible you know, to they,
1: clean up. Right, right. They can't clean it up. They destroy everything around it, you know. And they say, oh, you know, we have environmental assessments, and we're doing fine, you know. But there's there's two lines that are going there, and you've got people uh, who are protecting the other line. You have the Emmanuel family, you know who are out there protecting that line. They, they live among the tiny house warriors. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing besides, besides what's happening with Studewin. And and they're talking and working together also, but it's the same thing, they, you know, the process that they're trying to go through with band councils. And band councils, like you said, are, are selling out. You know, they're giving everybody the thing that, oh, yeah, our people want it, and the government like Trudeau and all his uh, ministers in parliament are talking about, oh, well, the you know, all the people took the majority vote that they wanted in there, and that's not true. Because if we look at band councils, regardless of where it is, the majority of people don't vote in those band council elections.
0: And, and the reason they you don't know? vote isn't because they don't care. It's not their system. It's it's not right. their way of selecting, uh, you know, select, selecting representatives. So, and that's why right. they they reject this, the system that that Canada is trying to impose upon them. You know, one thing I wanted to mention is. You know, there's even a few of those quote unquote people who claim to be hereditary chiefs who, on, on one hand, claimed that they were opposed to this pipeline, and then somebody got to them. They said, Well, yeah, I see that it would be good for us economically. So even right. some of these other guys, and this is part of the again, this is where the similarity to what's happening in Cayuga comes in, because you literally have people on the outside trying to influence who the leaders are, and then empower certain people over other other people, and, and you know, and these band councils really operate almost as extensions of the Canadian government, and, and that's that's problematic.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, it's it's very hard, you know, even to talk about chiefs, you know, like I've said to you before, and you've said it over, that we don't have chiefs, you know, and I have somebody here looking on facebook I'm uh, trying to recognize who are the hereditary chiefs from out there you know and did they come into our territory the right way they were supposed to come in through the seneca since they're coming from the west and then he says uh, our hereditary chiefs <laughs> well yeah, that's someone that doesn't know what he's talking about you know and maybe he's trying to learn everything but Still, he's calling ours hereditary chiefs. also. You well, know? And, and let's
0: be honest. I mean, when, when we talk about the keepers of the Western door and protocol and everything else, that's when clearly the Senecas were on the West and the, and, and the Mohawks were on the East. But the reality is our territories have, have changed. I mean, we, we've got... Um, um, a large group of, uh, people who live in, in Oswego, who live essentially west of the Seneca. So, right. um, you know, we, when we talk about where's the cent, I mean, honestly, you want to talk about where the central fire of the, of the Rudinusoni is? It's probably not in dog anymore if you were geographically. So, I mean, uh-huh. I, and, and again, I'm not saying that we've, we've rewritten protocols, but some of those protocols that were based on not, um, religion or a ritual they were based on the pragmatic layout of the land and and where we existed so yeah i heard i heard some of that that noise oh yeah it was done all wrong because they they went to um you know tendanega and then they went to uh, went to went went to uh Gunawage and it's ah, uh, you know it's you know where i haven't heard any overtures from um from from either Tonawanda or the Seneca Nation of Indians on this thing. I, th- I saw some Senecas that, you know, went and blocked the bridge for a couple of hours, I guess, but, uh, mm-hmm. and a few that walked down some tracks, uh, the other day, but, um, but no, I haven't, I haven't heard this, you know, uh, any of the the so-called official seneca's the the governance a talk in fact this has been part of the problem is you know we're we're trying to suggest that that in order to defend your land or to defend others we need to have permission from somebody who has authority and you <clears throat> know I, you saw my post today on facebook i said look we better understand that in far more important than than defending and supporting you know these guys who carry this title of chief whether it's you know hereditary or traditional whether it's selected or elected or whether it's band councils or you know or uh, band chiefs or grand chiefs we should be supporting the people and right and and i and i, and I made that statement that nobody needs permission to defend the uh, land and people We don't need permission from a band council or a, you know, a grand chief or or hereditary chief. And shame on Mm -hmm. any of these guys who are sacrificing, who are allowing white people to turn our lands into into sacrifice zones.
1: Right. And we're all involved all across Turtle Island. You know, we're the same people. We have different uh, cultures and practices that we do, but we're the same people. Right. You know, we're we're original people of this land. We continue to accept these names like indigenous, you know, we accept aboriginal, and we accept uh, First Nations, which is the worst thing to, mm-hmm. to ever come to us, First Nations. Because we weren't First Nations here, we were the only nations here. Well, and we even, even, the, even the word
0: nations I find difficult. I mean, if I'm going to use an English word, most of our, 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 most of it translates to the people. I mean, right. not to some you know somebody's else someone else's idea of what nation is or what nationhood is, and and, yeah. and I think that's it's all problematic. But I, I don't I just, want to, I don't want to run out of time, so let's let's talk about where the the you know first off what took place when they went into Tainanega, and then what resulted after that.
1: Okay, well when they when they went into Tainanega, you know Tainanega didn't take that eleven fifty nine p.m. Uh, or you know deadline right I, to to quit you know they just said hey we told um mark miller that we won't take it down until the the people of ustunwan tell us okay you know the rcmp are out and they tried to make a promise well the rcmp are gone they've gone to uh, a nearby town there but like I, like you said and i said before is that they they took you know, people in there, RCMP patrolling in that that road. You know, and they still didn't allow the stolen people back in there. You know, so it, it's a very tough situation with what's going on. And and the way they always says, well, how can we solve it? And then we're told, you <laughs> want to <easy>. solve it, <laughs> get the RCMP and the C CG, J C G L out of there. It'll be solved.
0: Yep. You know, Roadblocks will top, come down. Rail trains right. will flow. All that stuff, right?
1: And talks talks will go on, you know. They'll, they'll talk to whoever they need to talk to, you know. They made a lot of empty promises of Carol and Bennett setting up a meeting with the Premier of B.C. to talk to them. And those were just mean, meaningless thoughts, you know. Right. And and what happened in Tainanago, they went in in the morning, and um, they, there was people there, you know, our Mohawk people were there, And they arrested seven people, and and I I heard that two of them were in the hospital, you know, and uh, I know a few that were from here in Akuzasne who were there and who went to jail. Um, So they made that arrest, and they moved, you know, they moved everybody else that came up. They wouldn't let them come, come up to the thing, and so... But there's still people going there, you know. And well, still and in fact, last
0: night there was a pretty large gathering. There, you have got a line of, uh, of again. These were the OPP, the uh, right. Ontario Provincial Police, not the RCMP. But they're right. the ones who came in and did this did this raid. They arrested a few people, and I think everybody who was arrested was released. Um, yeah. Yes. But they um, so there's this line of police officers there, and way all through the night, I, I know <laughs> that our guys were playing music, they were dancing, they were they yeah. were doing. All all kinds of stuff. They, they stayed right there. But more importantly is how did all the other native communities respond?
1: I think a lot of the native communities responded really well. You know, there there were other uh, people from other communities who were heading there, you know, and there's a lot of people that are there, you know, and, um, they 're just not going to push in anymore on our people well know? and and more they're...
0: importantly many other places started blockades where where there weren't blockades before I know there's right. there's two in in Oswego I know in Gonawage they, they um, they've been not only did they have the the, the one main blockade on the tracks uh, people were spilling out into the highways and they were doing uh, marches to slow down I mean there was some some people tried to say oh they're they're blocking the, the Mercier bridge again and and you know they, yeah. they temporarily uh, upset traffic but there was there are places all over all across canada where people are doing blockades of rail of highways uh of school i I know that school kids did a walkout from school today i mean um there have been there have been all kinds of disruptions so what trudeau thought he accomplished by uh by authorizing a raid in tandenega turned into more blockades and now he's got more blockades than he than he had before
1: Right, and he's got more arrests. You know, in Toronto, they blocked the train in Toronto, and there they were people that were arrested there. Yeah, there were thousands of you know? people i
0: seen showed up uh, showed up in Toronto yep. uh, over the last couple of days. Yep. Yeah, In
1: British Columbia, they had another train block blocked out there. You know, and they made arrests there. So they're making arrests all over, and uh, they're just making it race, uh, making it wrong again. Yeah, and in Tainanego, there was there's two camps. There's the A camp which they raided. And then on down down the to, to track, there's another camp called the B camp, and apparently they're supposed to be getting ready to raid there where they are. You know. Well, so- and
0: it doesn't even matter if they if they open up a a spot a, a rail spot because there are so many places. And you know, it, it goes back to the whole idea of of, of Canada's infrastructure and how um, you know how obnoxious and, and arrogant they were about putting some of this stuff either through our territories or near enough to our territories that all of their infrastructure is vulnerable. And, and, you know, you know, and I, and I have to say this, I mean, I know there there were some people, in fact, uh, that Simon out there and Gunna Zodage, you know, really got raked through the coals because he advocated stopping the, the blockades and realized, you know, what, by the response of his people out there that he really shouldn't have said that. And, you know, and, and 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 i've heard other people mike mitchell talking about oh we you know we need to follow the the great law of peace and peace should be the highest priority and and, and again in the post that i put out today i wanted to make people understand that skana is not the absence of conflict it is about what you do to maintain Peace and restore peace and harmony. And I, you know, I gave the example of in nature, there's always tensions in nature. There's, you know, that's why you have wind and you have rain and you have, you know, you, you have, you know, com- competition for food and sunlight and water and all kinds of things that, that exist in nature. And there's, there's a way that when something gets a little bit out of balance, it, you know, something, it, it, it recovers. To me, right. blocking these rail lines and, or, or these highways, that's not an act of, of violence or a disruption of peace. It's it's about us trying to tip the scales back more level based on what's happening in Wet'suwet'en territory and with the, with the RCMP. We're just trying to create a, enough leverage to 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 restore the peace. And all yeah. they got to do is pull the, all they got to do is pull the pipeline workers out of there. Then there's no reason for RCMP to be there, and there's no reason for us to be on the tracks.
1: Right, and you know the, one of the big issues right now, the big problem is in Quebec where the judge. Put an injunction now on the people in Gunawaga on their own lands to say they can't do this and can't do that. So the, the uh, Sorte to Quebec, Quebec were, were gathering together. They, they want to go in and close it down. And uh, the people in Gunawaga hold a different thought. They're not coming into our lands, you know? Yeah, and so for people so, who don't
0: know, the Serrette the de Quebec is, the, is what they call the SQ. These were the police officers who were at the center of the, uh, of the crisis in Gunna what people know as the Oka crisis. These are the ones who went right. in, in in paramilitary fashion, shooting up, uh, shooting up the place, and, uh, and ended up causing the whole, what people call, again, the Oka crisis, uh, uh, yeah. really the Gunna uh, stand. So, and that's what people are worried about. And and, and, and again, uh, the people in gunawaga are standing strong and and in particular i've got to give my you know give the credit to the young people because oh, yeah. i mean they are the ones who are stepping i'm not just the kids who are walking out of school and I, and I and i give them props too but some of the young people and of course as you and i get older everybody seems younger but, right but, uh, but no <laughs> yeah. some of these young guys are, are really showing leadership they're showing uh, you know courage
1: and they're also showing great discipline yeah and it's you know and it's and it's the young people all over yeah young people all over are reading this thing, you know, and uh there's what everybody a lot of people call settlers, you know coming from settlers, there's even a lot of them involved, a lot of young people of them involved, you know, but you do see the difference when they make arrests with native people. they'll just go in and make arrests as soon as they can when it's non native people, they kind of back away from that, yeah. You know, and, and and that's one of the problems. But I got to give you know, I've talked to uh, a few people in uh, Gunawaga and and ask them what's happening, what's going on, and they say, well, the injunction is there, and there's been rumors going around that there's 750 sq. Who are gathering, you know, to go in there, and the only thing I can say is, and because of Simon, the the mistake he made on <laughs> on TV, you know, Joe Norton. Joe Norton, the Grand Chief of Ganawanga, has made the statement that the Grand SQ, Band
0: Council Chief, just to be clear, yeah,
1: yeah, the Band Council Chief, that the SQ cannot enforce the outside injunction in his territory. Well, and this is
0: part of the positive thing that comes out of this thing. I think a lot of these band councils that oftentimes had had really stood in you know, kind of opposition to what I think has been the will of the people They're They're being reeled in big time. And I don't yeah. think there's a whole lot of band councils, uh, um, chiefs, at least within, you know, um, Mohawk territory that are going to, that dare to oppose, um, uh, the, these, these guys who are trying to defend land and, uh, and, and people not in, yeah. not in Oswego, not in, um, in Tendanega, uh, not in, in, uh, you know, Aguasasne, not in, uh, uh, Gonawage or or Gunasodage, I don't think any of them are going to take a position against what you know the quote unquote protesters because it isn't just a group of protesters; it's the people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and as, as well as you give credit to the young people, you got to give credit to the women, the young women who are uh, well specifically. Yeah, up, yeah, no, I I, just, I agree. You, I agree. You know, they're the ones standing up and and taking this process, and they're you know they're bringing life back into the men to say, hey. You got to be out there with us too. Well, and, and
0: and and so. I got I got you and I have been married for a long time, you know we mm-hmm. had we've had not to each other. I mean to to our wives. <laughs> I, mean, I got to clarify that. Jake gave me a but funny look when I said that. that. Yeah, no, but I mean, we we've got wives, and our wives oftentimes you know did everything they could to hold us back, right? I mean, uh and so I mean and I know not criticizing them for that, but what I see in a lot of these these women today they're saying, hold you back. Hell no. I'm pushing you out there. Yeah, I want you standing up on the front line. So yeah. we're seeing a change in not just the young people, but the women in particular. And, and, and they're not even just pushing us out. They're out on the front lines. They're the ones who right. are willing to, they'll throw a punch or, 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 or throw a rock or whatever else they got to do. Carry a gun if they got to. I mean, the, the women yeah. are yeah. tough. And, and again, I, I you know, appreciate you mentioning mentioning them specifically. When I met young people, for some reason in my mind, I was thinking both, both young women and young men, but I, I think it's, it's important to, to highlight. I mean, you look out in, um, again, all the way out in the, uh, into Westoetan territory, there too, it's been the women who have been the primary resistance to these pipelines uh, in, right. in Unistotan camp uh, and in uh, and, and Westoetan. Uh, I mean, it, you can see that. And, and in, pla- in places all over, on the U.S. side and on the Canadian side, it's, it's been women yeah, stepping up
1: the same thing with blue river you know you got the emmanuel sisters mm-hmm. who are out there you know there's four of them that i know right out there you know and there's there's others but they're all the ones taking the front lines you know they're the ones that are out there and talking and uh arguing with the police forces you well know? And that's
0: why i say they don't need permission they don't need permission from right not from a band council chief or even a hereditary chief they don't need permission to defend
1: their lands right right you know, with the hereditary chiefs, they show respect that he's a hereditary chief in there. But like you said, they don't need that permission. You know, they just got to carry on what they got to carry on, you know. And you got a lot of people that are, you know, have gotten arrested in uh, B.C. You know, they're, they've blocked a road to the port. Although there's other roads that they go in and out of, but they've blocked the roads and, you know, they've been arrested to that, you know. And I got a young, a young guy, which I would like to, have you talked to on one of your shows his name is Dakota Bear he's a young rapper you know and uh, he's taking a big issue and part in that so you know to talk to some of these guys and bring them on exactly what's happened I think that's another subject that you know you should consider that maybe one show you take that or you know Sure. Whatever. Sure. Get a couple of them on there.
0: No, I, and in fact, I, I'd like to talk to some of the folks di- directly involved. I mean, it's it's hard because I know some of these guys are pretty dedicated to where they're at right now. But yeah, as some of yeah. the stuff, um, you know, subsides and people have time and they can reflect on, you know, what took place and that kind of stuff. You know, one thing I, I want to mention before we, we before we run out of time, I think it's important again, uh, and you, you kind of alluded to it. There's, uh, there's uh, these these gas lines and these pipelines that are heading out to the to the west coast. The reason that these are there, it's not to supply Canada with 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 oil or or gas. This is for export. The, all of this stuff that is being pulled out of uh, out of the ground, all the stuff that is being, and again, uh, tar sands oil is the dirtiest oil. uh It's the dirtiest oil. It's the dirtiest process. It's the it's a it's the largest carbon footprint. You know, to extract this stuff, it's literally mining dirty sand and then going through this terrible process of separating this this goo from the uh you know from the sand and then liquefying it you know with with other chemicals and heat and then pumping out. that's why they don't even call it crude oil they, they call it like you said bitumen it is that's right. that's what they're pumping out and then jamming through these pipelines through our territories to to go to the west coast for export so right. they're not even using this stuff for domestic purposes this isn't about oil independence this is about money this is about uh, yep. about canada this is about canadian oil companies about pipeline companies making money by sending this stuff to the coast so it can be sent to to asia to china specifically this is all about selling this 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 resource you know this limited fossil fuel resource uh, to to a to a country that uh, like china i mean and i'm yep. not Criticizing China, I mean, any more than any other country, but but that's the facts. I think it's important that people realize that this isn't about energy independence. And even those people say, "Well, natural gas burns cleaner than coal," but if you're still leaving people addicted to a fossil fuel, for one thing, natural gas may burn cleaner than coal, but it's a it too is a is a devastating process to the environment. And part of the reason is not only do they use hydrofracking to get the natural gas, but so much leaks into the atmosphere and it it is one of the most uh, potent greenhouse gases there are so while it may not be dirty um and and you know soot filled and carbon filled in the way that people think of you know oil or crude or any of the other stuff it is it is one of the the biggest threats to the ozone layer that, uh, that that's out there. So I think it's important that people understand that that gas is not a great natural gas is not this great alternative that people think it is. It may burn right. cleaner than coal, but the problem is it still is you know if you if you continue to feed the addiction to fossil fuels instead of looking at alternatives, we're we're just we're just creating um a, a, something that's got to crash at some point.
1: Right, and that's where you know people you hear people that complain about the the blockades and everything that everybody is doing, you know, and they say, Well, you use gas, you use this, you use that. But what they're sending out is is for export. You know, then they're, yeah. they're doing that they're doing that in the United States. They're building those lines. They built through uh the Makota people and they're still trying to build them. They're building through uh, our people in Minnesota. They're building a line through there. And, and all know, of this that, stuff
0: gets misrepresented because I heard somebody says, "Well, if you're if you're going to oppose a pipeline, you know why don't you stop driving your car?" Well, you right. know, look, any almost all of us, if we had the alternative to to drive an electric car, um, if if they were more readily available, most of us would. I mean, I'd rather plug in and have the thing drive. And then it says, "Well, yeah, but those cars have all kinds of environmental uh, dangers too." Look, <laughs> there's nothing that is worse than the for the environment than burning. Um, fossil fuels the, it is the yeah. number one you know problem with uh, you know uh, attributed to, to, to climate change and there's no question about that so whether people are saying well but you are gonna have a battery problem with electric cars you're gonna have that well granted i think we should all dr- drive less and and we should right. we should have other alternatives but the biggest problem is the burning of fossil fuels and 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 here's the other thing we're not trying to tear up every pipeline that exists or shut down every refinery that exists we're just trying to stop the expansion of new. Ones. That's what right, we're after. Right. So you know yeah. that's the other thing that gets misrepresented, and I think it's important that that look. I I think you know when when Andrew Shear says, "Well, these these radical activists are are just bent on destroying the Canadian economy and the and the, and the and the the Canadian oil industry." Well, at the end of the day, that would not be a terrible thing, but that's not really what our immediate object- objective is. We're trying to stop, uh, uh, you know, the the expansion of pipelines. We're, we haven't right. even gotten to the place where we can talk about what we do about the old stuff that, that you know that, that is you know contaminating and um, you know and dirt, uh, dirty processes. So it's a whole other issue. You,
1: you look at the nuclear waste they have problem with now. Now they want to bury it, but they want to bury it within Indian country. Well, know, we're facing country. that down yeah. here.
0: The, the West right. Valley uh, storage facility—it's leaching mm-hmm. into the Cataractas Creek as we speak. So you know, yeah. it's, it's all of that.
1: Well and, so and all, a lot of it is environment. You know, this sure. has got to be taken care of. You know, well, we're gonna. Uh, and
0: this is a subject that that we're we're obviously gonna stay up on uh, this. Um, the blockade issue. Hopefully, hey, hope. I'd love to say the next show, uh, show we do, we're gonna say they. You know, they pulled the CGNL guys out of there, um, and oh, yeah. and everything's flowing. Um, but even if that happens, <laughs> this is still an ongoing story. So you and I will stay on top of this. I appreciate you oh, joining yeah, there's, me
1: here. There's a lot- there's a lot to this story that's got to continue, you know.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so honestly. I want to thank you again for joining me and helping me, uh, you know, uh, get people to wrap their heads around what's going on. It's it's greatly appreciated. Okay then. All right, all right. That's all right. Uh, that's Sogayeta, my uh, my close friend. We're not really married. I mean, we're I'm, uh, we're to each other. We're both. Anyway, I'm not going there. Okay. That's my friend, uh, from, from Aquasasti. I want to thank him again for joining me. That's it for today. Uh, we'll be back here on, um, on, uh, on Saturday. And of course, uh, I will be doing my show in New York. I'm going to New York on Thursday. So catch Let's Talk with John, uh, with John Kane. And, uh, uh, Regan DeLoggins, she'll, uh, my new co-host, uh, tune in. We'll, we'll Facebook live stream it, but you can also catch us on WBAI.org, and that's gonna be Thursday at, um, uh, at 3 p.m., 3 to 5 p.m. It's a two-hour show, call-in show, um, feel free to call in. Uh, we're doing an event, uh, that night as well. We're gonna be showing Invasion, the, uh, the film, the, the film associated with, uh, with the Wet'suwet'en territory. So we'll be doing a Wet'suwet'en, um, event at the Brooklyn Commons at 7:30 p.m. in, uh, in brooklyn new york so uh, uh that's at uh, 388 atlantic avenue if you happen to be in the city all right it's all i can fit in here this is john kane this is let's talk native you